PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing power rankings. That's right, we're going to power rank the best teams in the NFL, Sam. Let's go through it. Uh, don't forget, PFF.com, we have our official power rankings in the betting section. But let's just discuss it right now, Sam. We did our overall season preview on the big show on the PFF NFL podcast, but let's go through right now. Who's the best team in the NFL? We'll start with one and work our way to five. Yeah, and I think we're going to see one of them uh, in the opener Thursday night, uh, Buffalo Bills. I, they've been getting the hype. They're on the top of most people's power rankings heading into the season. I think it's legit. They arguably have the strongest roster in the NFL, 1 through 53. They're strong in the most important position in the NFL at quarterback, where Josh Allen is this just singular superstar, freak athlete, incredible arm, monstrous physique, powerful makes all the throws, everything you need them to. Uh, they're well-coached. You know, the Bills, they were 13 seconds away from the AFC Championship game last season. Probably would have been the favorites if they'd been playing the Bengals. They were close a year ago, and I think they've gotten better in the offseason. They're the number one team heading into the year. I don't think most power rankings are going to argue with you. I think that's the the darling right now is the Buffalo Bills. So I'm going to agree with you. Number one is the Buffalo Bills. Number two, though, can go various ways. I know the PFF power rankings have the Kansas City Chiefs number two, but everybody's disrespecting the Chiefs this offseason, Sam, so that seems a little off, right, that the Chiefs are that high. I have to say, I think they will take a step back, and I think there's a couple other teams that I would rank ahead of them. Where do you think the Chiefs end up landing here? Well, where the Chiefs, I think, have some problems is the division. You know, Buffalo should have a fairly straight sailing through to the playoffs. They're going to win the AFC East more than likely. They're probably going to well, win it by a reasonable but degree. But this is but this is power ranking, Sam. This isn't predicting sure. record here. But it makes life harder for Kansas City. If they get beaten up within the division, forget, you know, losing players to injury. But if they end up finishing with a record that's two or three games worse than it would have been if they were in a different division, seeding is an issue. And all of a sudden, they've got a tougher route through to the playoffs and through to the Super Bowl. So I think Kansas City's pathway is just tougher than it is for Buffalo, who have to focus um, you know, Buffalo, who doesn't have to focus, rather, on every single game, every single week, they can actually get through relatively unscathed. I think that's probably what's hurting Kansas City more than anything else. I think we still need to look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a couple that's of reasons. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, we're in agreement. Yeah. One, again, they have a really good roster. Two, we're back to this clearly idiotic pathway of writing off Tom Brady again. Believe me, I, of all people, know you do not write off Tom Brady, particularly over something as dumb as taking like an 11-day hiatus in training camp. Maybe the man's, you know, marriage is on the rocks, whatever it is. Who cares? Tom Brady right now is looking at all these stories of, uh-oh, Brady's done. It's time. He's going to be a problem for the Bucks, And he's about to go and just set fire to the rest of the NFL. Going to ride off into the sunset on the back of yet another Super Bowl, yet another MVP, another whole host of awards. And we're all going to look like morons again. It does, it does seem like the Bucks have lost some steam in public opinion, in part because of Tom Brady leaving camp for a little bit. Now, if you want to yeah. actually analyze and say, okay, well, they lost Gronk to retirement this offseason. They lost three-fifths of their offensive line. Yes, they replaced one with an established player in Shaq Mason, but there's two question marks there. Uh, the defense has a little bit of turnover. You're not bringing everybody back. But at the same time, you still bring in a Julio Jones. You bring in a Russell Gage. There's plenty of talent there. The only thing people, if you're betting against the Bucs or if you're saying, hey, they're not one of the best teams in the league, you're saying either Gronk means that much compared to the other playmakers or Brady is going to have that drop off or the defense is going to regress greatly uh, or the offensive line, whatever. You're picking something. 
But I think the Bucks are the second best team because the other teams they're competing with, the Chiefs, I think, have taken a slight step back. The Packers, I think, have taken that step back offensively. And the Rams, I think they're in the mix as well. But I'm going to go with the Bucks at number two. So I like Bills one, Bucks two. Where would you go with the number three team here in the NFL? I think I'd probably keep Kansas City as number three. Again, I've been, I get why people are a little bit down on them. I can't, they're another team that traded away one of their best players, you know, Tyreek Hill going to Miami in the offseason. But again, like when your starting point is Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, a great offensive line, it's such a, it's such a great fun foundation piece from, uh, to, to build upon that most teams can't even come close to matching. So I think Kansas City, they're just so good in the most important area that you have to give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove otherwise. This is where I'd probably go to the Rams. I think it's close. I mean, I would say Rams over the Chiefs right now. Uh, you know, the Rams have had their turnover as well, but they bring in Allen Robinson, right? It seemed like, hey, how are they going to replicate this Super Bowl winning season? You lose a Von Miller, you lose OBJ, but in comes Bobby Wagner, in comes Allen Robinson. You still have Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup and this foundation, Jalen Ramsey, this this foundation of players that you had last year, the highest non-war or non-quarterback war team from last year, a wins above replacement metric. The Rams are still right there. So for me, I'd say the Rams are three. I'd go Chiefs four. So I'd just kind of flip those all those reasons that we mentioned for the Chiefs. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Bet just $5 in any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. And now everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. You get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly even if your team loses. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. It's code PFF only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for terms and resources. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager $200 issued as $825 free bets. Who would you go with four then if you're going Chiefs three? Who are you going at four? Um, I'm a little bit lower on the Rams. I I get what you're saying in terms of they kind of offset the losses that they had in the offseason. But my main point would be, and this sounds stupid given that they just won a Super Bowl, but I don't know that they were one of the, the very best teams last season. Like they they needed the high end of variance on their playoff run to end up winning a championship. The kind of way that Everyone acknowledges, I think, that the Bengals overachieved last season. I think the same thing is true for the Rams, in in truth. The only difference is the Rams ended with a championship and the Bengals didn't. Um, and I think the Bengals have probably done a better job in the offseason of kind of offsetting, or not offsetting, upgrading the weak areas um, to try and make sure that they are better than they were when they overachieved. The Rams, yeah, they've brought in Bobby Wagner and, uh, and Allen Robinson, but they're relying on Joseph Noteboom to come in and be as good as Andrew Whitworth at left tackle. That's probably not going to happen. Um, so I, I think generally the Rams might not be as good. I think they're probably still, you know, it, they're one of the better teams, but I don't know if I would put them as my number four team um, in the NFL. I, I think you can probably maybe look somewhere else. Maybe look at uh, a team in the AFC West again and go for the Chargers. Ooh, the Chargers at number four. Well, I mean, that was my Super Bowl pick out of nowhere. I picked the Chargers and the Packers because I wasn't necessarily picking the best teams. I was picking what crazy stuff's going to happen. 
the, the Chargers, this is this is what's interesting about power rankings, right? Everyone else's power rankings, once the season starts, it's basically going to be ordered by record, right? It's like, oh, here's yeah. all the undefeated teams. Here's all the one-loss teams. Here's all the two-loss teams. But power rankings, that's picking the best teams. And the Chiefs and the Chargers could be two of the best teams, and they could have they could be 11-6. and six. One of them could be 10-7 and seven, uh, just because they end up getting beat up by uh, some of the other good teams here. I don't think it's crazy to put the Chargers there. That's why I picked them in the Super Bowl. I think they're going to go on that high-variance run that you just talked about with the Rams, even if the Chargers don't have the best wall-to-wall team in the NFL. But it's not a crazy pick here for you at number four. I'm also not sure that the Rams are better than the Packers. I mean, I get that the Packers are weak in a really important area, you know, the wide receivers. Um, but they might have the best defense in the NFL. They've got a quarterback coming off back-to-back MVPs. They've got a good offensive line. There's a lot to like about the Packers, just not the wide receiver room. That's where I, I put the Packers at five. And I'm with you as far as in a head-to-head matchup, I'm picking the Packers over the Rams. They, it, not because they've had their number. I just think Aaron Rodgers has done a really good job against that defense. It, it is a matchup-driven game. The Packers seem to match up well against the Rams. The Rams match up well against the Bucs. The Bucs match up well against the Packers. I mean, it's just the just the way things go sometimes in the NFC. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think you don't want to sleep on the Packers just because they did lose the shiny object that is Devontae Adams on the outside. I got the Packers at number five. So, for me, I'm going to go Bills, Bucks, Rams, Chiefs, and Packers. Okay. Um, is there a team that you think is sneaky good that's maybe not in that top five but should be getting more love? Well, the the interesting names in the PFF power rankings, the 49ers, Cowboys, Bengals, I think there's some level of hype for all of them. Your Eagles are at number 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Baltimore Ravens, though, for me, at number 16 in the PFF power rankings. I think the Ravens are going to be good once again. If Lamar is healthy... The Ravens have all the pieces once again. I don't think the Bengals are much better than the Ravens, if at all. And, yeah, I think Baltimore is going to be right there in the end once again this year. Yeah, the Eagles are the team I've been talking up all offseason, but also the Saints. You can make a case that the Saints have the second best roster in the NFL, top to bottom, but their biggest weakness is potentially a quarterback. You know, Jameis Winston and the combination between Jameis Winston and the new head coach, who isn't Sean Payton. That is definitely a concern. But again, if you're just looking at rosters, you know, the Saints have a roster that's championship caliber if Jameis Winston is capable of playing at anything like that kind of level, which you've been predicting since the early 2000s. So it's bound to happen one day. This is the year for Jameis. Well, we're going to let the people speak and you can speak when you download the new PFF app. Go check it out and give us your top five. Leave the top five power rankings because we probably screwed it up and you've got a better power ranking. So go download the PFF app and leave us a five-star review with a comment with your power rankings. It's the PFF NFL Daily.